ಹರಿಯೋಗೀಯುಂಜೇತ ಸತತಂ ಆತ್ಮಾನಸಿಸ್ಥಿತಿಯತಚಿತ್ತಾತ್ಮರಾಶೀರಪರಿಗ್ರಹ ಸೋಗಿ ಶುಡ್ ಕಾನ್ಸ್ಟಂಟ್ಲಿ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ರಿಮೇನಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಸಾಲಿಟರಿ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಅಲೋನ್ ಕಾನ್ಸ್ಟಂಟ್ಲಿ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಬಿಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರೀ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಆಲ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಕ್ಷನ್ ಫ್ರೀ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಆಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟೇಷನ್ ಫ್ರೀ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಆಲ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪೊಸೆಷನ್ ಫೋಕಸಿಂಗ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಶುಡ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ಸೊ ದ ಪ್ರಿಪೇರೇಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಇನ್ ಆರ್ಡರ್ ಟು ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ಪೇ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಟು ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸೊ ದ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಕಂಟೆಂಪ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ಸ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ಕಾಂಪ್ರಿಹೆಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಮೈ ರಿಯಲ್ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನ್ಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಸೊ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ರಿವೀಲ್ಸ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ which one has to understand very clearly because meditation is paying attention meditation is not thinking meditation is not uh, an action but meditation is like being aware of paying attention becoming conscious of the self this meditation leads to the state of realization wherein one comes to see the same self everywhere samaloshtashma kanchanaha the yukta the one who has attained sees the same self in all situation in all objects in all beings samabuddhir vishishyate such a person is excels so in order to uh, help us in the process of meditation we can we have to also take care of the environment so if the environment is conducive it helps in meditation but just the process of sitting and the environment itself is not meditation but it helps so what are the various uh, things we should take care of while meditating that bhagwan explains in detail now from verse number 11 shuchau deshe pratishthapya stiramasanam atmanah natyushritam natinicham chailajina kushottaram ಶುಚೌ ದೇಶೆ ಪ್ರತಿಷ್ಠಾಪ್ಯ ಸ್ಥಿರಮಾಸನಾತ್ಮನಾತ್ಯುಶ್ರಿತಾತಿಚೈಲಾಜಿನಕುಶೋತ್ತರಂ ಇನ್ ಆರ್ಡರ್ ಟು ಹೆಲ್ಪಸ್ ಇನ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಸಿಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಅ ಗುಡ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಿಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಶುಡ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಎನಿ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಕ್ಷನ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ದ ಎನ್ವೈರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ there should not be any distraction from our own body there should not be distraction from our senses should not be distraction from our own mind so we have to select a good place 
where we can sit for a long time and meditate. So Bhagwan describes it in detail. He says, Shuchau Deshe, select a pure and clean place. Because the environment affects our body, affects our mind also. So as far as possible, we have to select a clean and pure place. Some place can be clean but may not be pure. Some places may be pure but may not be clean. So we have to select a place which is pure. Pure means which has got the samskar of divinity. That, that way divinity is everywhere. But there are some places which wherein we invoke the presence of divinity. Like in a temple or in, a, in, a, in an ashram. Hmm. God is everywhere. But there many people have invoked the presence of divinity so that place acquires a special vibration. If we go to a place where people only indulge in pleasures or to a place where people only fight or if one has experienced a lot of sorrow in that place, so that vibration the mind can feel and it might be difficult for the mind to acquire that quietude and balance. So in the initial stages, later on then one can meditate anywhere. But in the initial stages, it is uh, very important that we select a place which is free from all negative vibrations. If not anywhere else, we can do it in our own home where we have kept a room separately for this purpose. In that room, we should not uh, indulge in any pleasures, should not indulge in any argument or fight, but it is kept only for the purpose of meditation. So when, the, when you enter that room, the mind also knows that now it is time for meditation. So Shuchau is a clean and pure environment surrounding so, Shuchav Deshe Pratishthapya Stiram Asanam Atmanaha. Bhagavan says you place your asan there, the seat on which you have to sit. So, you place your asan. What type of asan? He says, Chailajana Kushottaram. The asan on which we sit should be comfortable and should also be a good, a bad, bad, huh? bad conductor of heat. Like, like, a, like a wood or something, a, a cloth and all, which is, which is a bad conductor of heat. Because when we, if we sit directly on the ground, all the heat from our body will go into the ground and a person might, the body will become numb. It can become cold. Because a lot of heat also may get generated when one meditates. Or the whatever heat is there in the body, there is no much resistance and all. It might just escape into the earth and one can, uh, the body can become very numb and cold and this will not help in meditation. So it is very important that uh, we sit on a asan, which is uh, here Bhagwan has described in those good old days. One can have uh, grass on the bottom, uh, just above the ground, and over it some sort of skin, ajinaha, 
and over the skin a cloth. But one need not go in search of skin or some hunting and all. But one can use the what you call blanket or something like that. And over it nice soft uh, cloth. It should not be too hard, not too soft. That you sit in the asana, you sink inside. That is also not good and not too hard also. So one has to find his or her own comfortable asana on which you can sit for a long time. Also the asana should be kept separately for yourself because even the asana carries its own samskar. So as we, as we proceed on this path, so we should try to maintain some, uh, what you call, some restriction in our asana and place and all in the beginning. So place your asana, Bhagavan says, Tiram asana, Stiram asanam atmanaha. Asana is not only what on which we sit, but the way we sit is also called asana. So first we have to place the asana on which we have to sit. And this asana, Bhagavan says, na ati uchritam, na ati nicham. It should not be very high. High means it should not be on a, on a, uh, on a high place where you have fear of falling down. Nor the asana should be deep inside the cave of the earth somewhere. But it should be in a well, uh, proper place, not very high, not very low, in a proper place. Na ati nicham, na ati uchritam. And on that we have to sit. The way we sit is also called asan. And that asan, Bhagavan says, should be stiram. Stiram means absolutely steady. In Yoga Sutra also, Patanjali Rishi defines asana as stira sukham asanam. Asana is that on which you can sit steadily without uh, moving and it should be also sukham, comfortably. If we cannot uh, put that Padmasana and all, you need not worry about it because all the attention will go there only and you might require somebody's help to untangle you or remove that Padmasana. So, Sukhamasanam, because the whole idea is that you should be able to forget your body. And we can forget, as I said yesterday also, you can forget if it is absolutely healthy and also free from any, any pain or any, any other uh, uncomfortable uh, posture and all. So, when we sit in a steady posture and if we learn it for a long time, then the body can remain steady like that without demanding attention. The main thing is the body should not demand attention. Because even a little bit of attention, if it demands, then we will not be able to focus our attention on our own self. It will become difficult. It will be distraction. It's like a person who is like a sports person and all who wants to, like let us say an archer who wants to shoot the target. He cannot afford any distraction. Somebody coming and showing him SMS and he wants to shoot. So that will not help. So similarly, the body, if it is kept absolutely still and if we practice it for a long time, to master this asana, then we are free 
to meditate, then body will not interfere. Body will remain steady for a long time. And meditation is done by sitting posture. Because uh, standing is, is difficult, one may fall. Standing is a rajasic posture. And lying down is a tamasic posture. So sitting is a sattvic posture. So one has to uh, sit and meditate. So stiram asanam atmanaha of your own self, you sit there absolutely still. And each of these steps can be practiced for a long time to gain some mastery over it. One need not go through the whole process in the beginning itself, but one can just develop a mastery of just sitting still without any movement. And it should not be very uh, stiff or rigid, but in a comfortable, steady posture. So, Shuchav Desi Pratishthapya, having placed the asana, sit there, sthiram asanamatmanaha, na ati uchritam, na ati nicham, chailajana kushottaram, after placing the asana properly, you sit there, in a very steady posture. This is the first step. Then what? Further, Bhagavan says, Tatre kagramana kritva Yatachittendriya kriyaha Upavishyasane yunjat Yoga Matma Vishuddhaye Tatre Kagramana Kritva Yatachitendriya Kriyaha Tatra having sat on that asan very steady. Bhagavan says, now you come to your mind. Now there is no more distraction from the world around you. There is no more distraction from your senses. There is no more distraction from the body. Now you come to your mind. All your attention should now come to the mind. And the mind is made up of a lot of thoughts. And the mind keeps on running from one object to another. The first step is to develop the concentration of your mind, focus of the mind on any point. Tatra ekagram manakritva. Ekagram means single-pointedness. Make the mind single-pointed towards our ultimate object of meditation, that is our own self. But even before we meditate on the self, we can make the mind single-pointed by focusing its attention on any, any, uh, what you call, any mantra or maybe even on our breathing. One of the most interesting way of uh, making your mind totally focused is to just pay attention to your breathing. Just breathe normally and pay attention to your breathing. So in that, what happens? The mind just is given one job 
and the mind just remains there only all the thoughts and all the emotions just flow in that one point itself that is called ekagrata concentration concentration itself is not meditation but concentration helps in meditation so we have to develop this concentration it can come through japa also or by just uh, imagining a particular form in the mind and focusing one's attention there or we can uh, what we call focus on any part of a body also so wherever we have to focus and develop that concentration of the mind it helps the idea is to remove all distractions from the mind bhagwan says yata chittendriya kriyaha control the kriyas the activity of the senses as well as the mind the senses they have their own activity constantly the senses are involved in giving us information about the world constantly the senses give information about sound taste touch whatever is available the senses keep on providing that information to the mind because when we get that information from the world we can respond to the world but here there is no need to interact with the world so we don't want any stimuli or any information from the world the senses should be given uh, chutti like casual leave that you don't have to give me any information about sound taste touch huh? you just take a holiday just remain relax so therefore when we sit for meditation we close our eyes because eyes there's no need for any distraction we close our mouth and the body is also kept steady so even the sense of touch remains steady the ears will might be creating disturbance but whatever sound we hear we should not contemplate we should not meditate on those sounds just let them just come and go and whatever smell we get that also we need not contemplate as in the fifth chapter we have seen shabdan krutva bahir bahya bhagwan says the outer stimuli you keep them outside itself so restraining the activities of the senses not only the organs of perception but also organs of action the legs are kept tied means when we sit at one place the legs their movement gets restricted the hands are also tied you can place them on the knees or tie them together the mouth is closed so all the organs of action are also uh, kept under control then bhagwan says chitten chitta kriya also the activity of the chitta chitta means the memory our mind which goes into the past or sometimes goes into the future that activity of the mind also should be restrained so no more going into past or going into future focusing one's attention at one point the mind develops total concentration and when mind is concentrated at one point then it becomes calm and peaceful so as i said we can even uh, concentrate on our breathing breathing naturally and just focus your attention on that breath because breath doesn't carry any impressions with it 
it is uh, it is formless nameless doesn't carry any impression so it is a very good point to focus so upavishyasane having set on the asan bhagwan says you concentrate your mind and restrain all the activities other activities of your mind and the senses and then with that quiet and concentrated mind after making the mind quiet and concentrated now you shift your attention to your own self yunjad yogam atma vishuddhaye pay attention to yourself to make your mind further pure vishuddhai atma vishuddhai see our mind becomes pure by karma yoga then further by upasana then it becomes pure by knowledge and further it becomes pure by dhyana it becomes free of all its impurities and the final impurity the ignorance also disappears and when that happens we gain abidance in our own self so here even meditation is a process by which our mind becomes further pure and it gets it abides in one's own self so yunjad yogam atma vishuddhaye vishuddhi means absolutely completely pure and the attention is to be shifted on the this happens when we shift our attention to our own self see paying attention and thinking about something is two different thing for example if i tell you to pay attention let us say to your own hand hmm pay attention to your hand that is one thing and think about your hand is a different thing altogether or let us say if i tell you you think about your nose huh? you can try each one your own nose huh don't think about your neighbor's nose so think about your nose is one thing but when i say pay attention to your nose become aware of your nose is a totally different activity or different uh, thing altogether when you pay attention to your nose you can become aware you become aware of the presence the existence of your nose you become aware of the existence of your nose the moment you think about the nose you go into the past and future you go into words you go into memory you go into imagination for example when i tell you okay look at the flower looking at flower is or pay attention to flower or become aware of flower is meditation but when i say think of the flower you go into an imagination all your memory about flower all your knowledge about flower will come and it will distract you from paying attention to flower so attention is a higher uh, level of uh, awareness or higher state than thinking thinking is also very important but we have to meditation is going even beyond thinking and going at the level of attention awareness hmm thinking help us to focus our direction it gives direction to our awareness but then we have to drop that thinking 
and just remain with the state of awareness so here atma meditation on self means first we have to think of the self and understand what it means when we say self atma and after that once our attention get focused on that self you just drop all thinking and be, remain with full awareness of the self i am that pure awareness of your own existence i am see when somebody asks you who are you i say i am so and so that so and so is made up of your imagination your thoughts your all your ideas and all so shift your attention from i am so and so just to that experience of i am then even drop your attention from i and just become aware of m your pure existence without any name without any form without any color without any shape or size pure existence that is called paying attention to your own self without the help of any words without the help of any thoughts just by using the uh, ex- uh, the ability or the nature of that self which is of the nature of awareness itself of consciousness itself be conscious of that consciousness itself so that is called uh, meditation on the self yunjad yogam ha ah. and as we pay more and more attention to the self the mind start becoming more and more pure because all the activities of the mind gets dropped all the influence of the past gets burnt all the distraction of the mind gets uh, it gets uh, it gets removed and the mind becomes free from all distraction and ultimately the mind dissolves in the self it's like the clouds we see in the sky sometimes we see dark and big cloud but slowly it get disintegrated and as you are looking at it it just get dissolved into the space only empty space remains similarly the mind with all its bundle of thoughts and impressions slowly as you meditate get dissolved into the self so yogam atma vishuddhaye yunjad yogam atma vishuddhaye meditate on yourself for the sake of purifying your mind more further completely so this is the this is the main thing again bhagwan helps us by telling us how to place our body also how to place the body while we are meditating he says in the next verse samam kayashiro grevam dharayanna chalam stiraha संप्रेक्षनाशिकाग्रम स्वम दिशानवलोकयन समं कायशिरो ग्रीव धारयन्न चलम स्थिर
when we sit on that asan we should see that our body is kept absolutely still and in a straight vertical line samam samam means equals straight what kaya kaya means the the trunk then shiraha the head and gravam the neck should be kept in one straight line posture because uh, it helps while meditating if the body is kept straight then all the the pranic uh, the uh, the our vital airs the pranas they also flow more smoothly so it becomes helpful for the mind to become more calm and peaceful because there are various nadis are there and the main nadi is sushumna nadi and all if it is kept in vertical uh, posture then it helps to make our mind quiet more easily not that if we sit crooked it is not possible to meditate but it helps here bhagwan is telling us all those things which will help us in uh, in uh, going into the state of meditation meditation in the fourth state we go into we are now we are most of you are awake then we go into sleep that is dream state we also go into sleep that is uh, dreamless sleep dreamless sleep but after going into the state again we come back to waking or we come back to dream so we only move in a, in these three states but meditation is going into the fourth one therefore that fourth is called turiya turiya means fourth it is also a state wherein you can go and again come back it is a state wherein you experience uh, uh, yourself by yourself but also one comes back into the waking state comes back into the dream state and when one comes back one also carries the memory of that state just as when you wake up from your dream you remember your dream when you wake up from your deep sleep you remember your deep sleep similarly when one comes back into let us say in the waking state one remembers the turiya avastha also but having experienced that turiya avastha the mind start becoming absolutely pure and uh, one can then more and more one goes into that turiya avastha one get established in it and once one gets established in it even when one is in waking state dream state one doesn't uh, one doesn't lose the touch of that turiya avastha one looks at the whole world from the turiya standpoint at present we are looking at the world from waking standpoint waking state we consider as real we dream we go into sleep then come back into waking waking is like our headquarters waking becomes the headquarters of an ignorant person but for a wise person a realized person turiya avastha is the headquarters hmm just a shifting the headquarters so this is the fourth and one has to constantly uh meditate on the uh, pay attention to the self in order to go into this state when my mind becomes absolutely calm quiet and peaceful when there is understanding of the nature of the self when i pay attention to the self 
I go into Turiya Avastha. When there is no knowledge of the self and still I meditate, I might go into what we call a trance. So going into trance is not meditation. It might be very pleasing and very nice and happy, pleasant uh, state, but uh, it is like the deep sleep state only. It is not uh, not the ultimate. So many times people don't study the scriptures, they don't uh, contemplate on who they are, and they meditate by quietening the mind and focusing the attention somewhere. And in that process what happens? The mind becomes absolutely still, and that stillness of the mind, one experiences, what one experiences is called trance. One comes out of that trance, equally uh, ignorant only. So we are not talking about trance, we are talking about that fourth state, Turiya Avastha. So Bhagavan says for that you keep your body absolutely still. That stillness of the body helps us. Because if the body is moving, the pranas also move, the mind also moves, and in that moment we will not be able to pay attention to the self. So the body has to be kept absolutely still. Once Gautam Buddha was giving a talk to his disciples and he was talking about the subtlest aspect of this reality. And as he was speaking, he did not complete his sentence. He just in between he said, okay, today's lecture is over. So disciples were quite uh, disturbed what happened. So later on they approached him and said that you did not complete the lecture, what happened? He said, while I was giving the talk, I saw that some of you were moving, getting distracted. So if even little bit of movement is there, you will not be able to understand what I am seeing. So I think today's lecture, we will keep it here only, tomorrow I will explain. He said, huh, not I am seeing. So, samam kaya shirogrivam. So, keep your body absolute, as though you, are, you have kept your cloth on a hanger. See, so when you remove your cloth and keep it dressed and keep it on a hanger, place it on a hanger and it remains absolutely still. Similarly, you just imagine the, your vertebral column and all like a hanger and the body is kept there. No need to disturb the body. So, samam kaya shirogrivam dharayan achalam stiraha. Achalam means not uh, uh, moving from one place to another place. And stira means even at one place not, not, uh, what do you call, not uh, moving the body. So, achal means to keep the base steady. And stira means keep the top portion also steady. So absolutely still, like a rock, like a stone, like a like a mountain, absolutely still. There are stories in our Puranas and all that when this Mahatma is to meditate, so much stillness that uh, even Valmiki Rishi, it is said that uh, ants create, uh, made a built a hill around him, ant hill. And he was not aware, he was absolutely still and meditating on that self only. Ram, Ram, Ram. 
no no distraction of any kind so that much stillness is required and then bhagwan also gives us some more instruction he says samprekshanasika gramsvam with your eyes closed you look at the at the uh, beginning of your nose nasik nasika agra one meaning of nasika agra is the tip of your nose but another meaning is where the nose begins in between the eyebrows because in the fifth chapter also bhagwan had said place your eyes in between the eyebrows so with your eyes close focus your eyes at one point in between the eyebrows where the where the nose begins nasika agra so it helps when the eyes are steady the mind also becomes steady the eyes and the mind or our thoughts are very much connected in fact many of our thoughts in our mind are not in form of words but they are forms they are in the form of pictures we think a lot in the form of pictures when we think about something this that and all all pictures images come not words not sentences they also come but mostly images come and to see uh, and when the images come the eyes keep on moving to see them uh, when you're thinking of your you i had gone there to the party then the you imagine the people you met you imagine the place and all so you actually see them so when we see our eyes become active the eyes think that okay now i have to see so it goes here and there so when the eyes are kept steady automatically the mind can also be kept steady it also becomes more steady so the eyes are raised and kept in between the eyebrows with your eyes closed only the attention is focused in between the eyebrows or in the beginning that gap where the nose begins so nasikagram swam your own eyebrows samprekshanasikagram swam dishascha anavalokayan not looking here and there not getting distracted by the eyes not seeing here and there even with your eyes closed sometimes we keep on moving our eyeballs here and there to see so that should not be done so one should keep the eyes also absolutely steady so it helps in our meditation these are little little instructions which bhagwan has given here which becomes helpful so now one is sitting on the asan one has made the body absolutely still one has also gained enough focus of the mind the mind has become steady this much is not meditation many times people do this much and they say i am meditating meditation is explained now in the 14th verse what exactly is meditation bhagwan says prashanta atma vigata bhihi ब्रह्मचारिव्रतेस्थितः मनस्संयम्यमच्चित्तः युक्त आसीत मत्परः प्रशान्त आत्मा विगत भीहि 
ब्रह्मचारिव्रते स्थित मन संयम्युक्त आसीत मत्पर हाँ भगवान से आफ्टर सिटिंग देर वन शुड फोकस वंस अटेंशन ऑन दैट सेल्फ सो वेन वी प्रैक्टिस दिस इनिशियल स्टेजेस ऑफ मेडिटेशन प्रिपेरेशन फॉर मेडिटेशन our mind start becoming absolutely peaceful and quiet that's called prashantatma so having become prashantatma prashantatma prakarshena shantatma means here the mind absolutely peaceful see the mind by nature is peaceful by thinking about the past future this that and all we just simply distracted it. it's like the lake lake by nature is peaceful but when the breeze and all comes or when you throw stones in, uh, into the lake then the water become gets disturbed otherwise it remains absolutely still like if you keep some water in a vessel also it remains absolutely still by nature water takes a position of absolute equanimity like it is it is horizontal and absolutely still similarly our mind when it is not distracted by the past uh, memories when it is not distracted by future when it is not distracted by the present stimuli which comes through the senses the mind remains absolutely still and this can happen when we educate the mind and mind comes under our control and just have to tell the mind they don't think of the past don't think of the future don't get distracted by the present just sit back and relax and enjoy the show so when we tell the mind and when the mind listens to us that is called mind under our control when the mind says shut up i don't want to listen to you that means it is not under my control so therefore that jitatmanaha when one who has conquered the mind that was said before so prashantatma the mind has become absolutely still vigata bhihi becoming free from all fears becoming fearless completely fearless when we sit for meditation there should not be any fear in our heart fear of what fear of losing ourselves fear of getting uh dissolved this our little personality get dissolved in the in meditation it's like death of this ego see when we go to sleep we are not afraid of sleep we are afraid of death because we are afraid of living what we know we are afraid of becoming uh, what you call going away from the known losing the known we are afraid of losing the known if we are not afraid of losing the known there is no fear of death also but death also is not so frightening because we know somewhere that we will be born again but in meditation there is death of the ego completely the false personality get dissolved so there is fear there is fear of as though of non existence fear of going into the state of unmanifestation fear of becoming a nobody fear of going beyond names and forms 
fear of dissolving this great fear is there it's a it's a very existential fear sort of and this fear can go only if we have right sound understanding if that understanding is not there and we meditate our own mind will prevent us from going into that state of meditation it's like suppose you want to sleep you are very very sleepy and you have gone into your room and you are ready to sleep and somebody tells you that just now i saw one cobra entering your room i don't know where it is but anyway tomorrow we will if you are still there <laughs> we can look for it when you are told like that if there is fear you can't sleep in fact we can't sleep if we have fear if we have anxiety if we have worries and all huh? if we are planning tomorrow is a very important meeting you can't sleep tomorrow morning you have to catch a flight and important you can't sleep or thinking about the past today you got a award and everyone clapped and everyone was saying ha ha very nice and all so you do action replay whole night <laughs> and you can't sleep so action replay and uh, what you call um, planning for the future hmm rehearsal prevents us from sleeping so anxiety anger jealousies pride these that all these things prevent us from going to sleep here also when there is fear we can't go into a state of meditation it's not possible our own mind our own intellect will prevent will create obstacle for us it is not possible because there is so much of fear is there fear of jumping into that which is the great unknown and great unknowable atma is unknown and unknowable we can be the self but we cannot know the self we cannot know the self we cannot know in advance everything we can know about the self but that is just about the self we can we have to just jump into our own self and be the self so it is a great unknown and unknowable and there is also great attachment to the known so there is fear of losing the known so meditate a serious student of meditation may develop some fear because when we when we just practicing some upasana or on there is no fear but when we meditate to dissolve into that reality when we meditate to become free from all our bondage and free from all the limitations then there might be some fear also so bhagwan says becoming free from fear through right understanding by also understanding that there is no duality see the fear comes when we have the notion that i am there and somebody else is there i am there and some god is there different from me i am there and some other beings are there who are different from me i am there and some other place is there which is different from me when there is sense of difference there is fear but when we have sound understanding through the study of the scriptures one will become free of fear so vigata bhi hi these are the uh requirements to go into that final stage of turiya so prashantatma the mind absolutely quiet and peaceful vigata bhi freedom from all fear 
and third brahmachari vrate stitaha having established yourself in the vrata in the vow of brahmachari brahmachari means one who walks the path of brahma one who has resolved to walk the path of brahma means path which leads to brahma brahma means that supreme reality one who has resolved to attain that brahma vidya one who has resolved to attain the state of this realization or turiya one has to resolve in advance that i will attain this it is said about gautam buddha also when he resolved that i will attain this state or i will just drop this body and he could attain that resolve is very important decision which i have to take and that helps us to go into the state of meditation like again uh, to give worldly example suppose somebody standing in there in uh, near the swimming pool and not yet decided to jump into then he will be just standing there only but when he decides he jumps into it when one decides something different thing happens right suppose i tell you okay anyone come here and speak for 5 minutes now no fear is there in your mind because you have not decided to come but when i really seriously ask you to come and one of you decide to come when you take that decision something will happen to your heartbeat your blood pressure your this and that all those things those who have not decided they will keep it pen dal so a decision influences your body your mind your intellect everything decision plays a very important role in our life therefore in the 9th chapter bhagwan will tell one who has decided to become good consider that person as good only here we have to decide that i will attain that state of i want to attain that state of realization that turiya avastha not i am just sitting here for time pass but actually i want to attain that that is he is called a brahmachari brahmachari means brahmani charati or brahmavat charati iti brahmachari brahmachari doesn't have to do with anything with marriage or not marriage and all those things brahmachari is one who has taken a vow vrata has taken a vow to walk the path of brahma chara means to walk one who has decided to walk the path of brahma i want to, i have decided to go to that state it's like a mountain is there and uh, one has to climb one who decides to climb that mountain will start moving to, in that direction one who doesn't decide maybe looking at that mountain whole day whole night for years together it will make no difference so the decision is what is said here brahmachari vrate stitaha one who is established in the vow or the resolve of attaining that brahma so having done this manas sayamya bhagwan says you quieten your mind manaha sayamya control your mind controlling your mind having controlled and quieten the mind asita you sit how much chittaha placing your mind that controlled mind in me 
keep your all your thoughts all your emotions in me here when bhagwan says me doesn't mean uh, krishna or some form means the atma in gita in the ninth chapter in the yeah in the ninth chapter bhagwan says aham atma guda kesha sarva bhuta shayastitaha aham adishya madhyancha bhutanam anta evacha i am the atma when bhagwan krishna speaks he speaks as atma as that supreme self which is the self of all see when i talk about i i feel i am aware of this body and i know that i am the atma the uh, witness consciousness of this body my waking dream and deep sleep state when bhagwan says i it is the same i but he is aware of the world there is awareness of the entire world when i become aware of the entire world and i come to know that i am the self of the world that i is called ishvara but when i am aware only of this one particular body and i know that i am the self of this body then that is jiva so jiva and ishvara are the same but the awareness is difference so jiva a individual is aware only of his body mind intellect i am not aware of your body mind intellect i am aware of my body mind intellect i am aware of my waking dream and deep sleep state i am not aware of your waking and dream deep sleep state but when i become aware of your waking and dream and deep sleep state then i is that ishvara it is the same i bhagwan says i am the atma in all the beings aham atma gudha kesha sarva bhuta shayastitaha i am i am in all beings i am the self in all beings so here when we meditate we should not only meditate on our self as our self only but also meditate on this self as as ishvara as the self of ishvara so bhagwan says place your mind in me sayamya manas sayamya machittaha place your mind in me means think about me and then place your mind in me and pay attention to me here pay attention to me means pay attention to your own inner self the witness consciousness become aware of that awareness itself become conscious of the consciousness itself machittaha yukta asita matparaha and bhagwan says you consider me as your supreme goal not only you place your mind in me but consider me as your ultimate refuge ultimate goal so making this focus you sit in that state of meditation so this is the whole process of meditation which bhagwan has explained right from shuchav desi so place your asan in a very clean and nice and pure place sit there focus your attention make it calm quiet peaceful make your body steady and then with that quiet mind becoming free of all fears with a resolve to reach the state of turiya making your mind bringing your mind under your control placing that mind in me means 
thinking about that self, that pure self, that supreme self, considering it as the ultimate refuge, pay attention, remain with your attention focused on the self. This much we can do. Remain there steady with your attention focused on the self. Becoming aware of that awareness. Remaining aware of the awareness. This much is meditation. If one remains in this, this much is our effort. This much is meditation. When we remain in this, we glide into the state of Turiya. It's like we prepare for sleep and then the sleep takes over. So we prepare ourselves till here, we glide into the state of Turiya, the fourth state, the state of meditation. This is the gateway, we come to the door of uh, Turiya and just remain there, then the door opens and we reach inside, just uh, in a different way to make you understand. So, Prashantatma Vigata Bhihi Brahmachari Vratestitaha so, meditation is just paying attention, being attentive of our own self, not of anything else. So, when we meditate in this way, what is the result? What will happen when we reach this door? What will happen? What is that state of Turiya in which we will reach? That one now indicates in the fifteenth verse. Yunjanevam sadatmanam Yogi niyatamanasaha Shantim nirvana paramam Matsansthamadhigachati Yunjan Nevam Sadatmanam Evam Yunjan Thus, thus meditating. Thus means as explained in the previous verses. Bhagavan is talking about the path which he has shown. Thus meditating on the self. Atmanam yunjan on the self. Atma. If you want to know more about the Atma, refer to the second chapter. The beginning of second chapter. Where Bhagavan revealed the nature of Atma to Arjuna. So, you have to go back to that chapter to understand the nature of that self. So, constantly, sada atmanam yunjan, constantly, steadily, for a long time, when we, when we pay attention to the self. If it's difficult to pay attention, then we have to think of the self. Think means with the help of the scriptural text, we have to think of the self. Like we use some meditation verses and all. Like Mano Buddha Hankara Chittani Naham. Nachashrotra Jivve Nachagrana Netri. Nachash Vyoma Bhumir Natejo Navayuhu. Chidananda Rupa Shivoham Shivoham. This is a meditation verse. This helps us to think about the self. Once we think about the self, the thinking should be dropped 
and just pay attention to that self. As I said, thinking is different and paying attention is different. Like I think of the flower and I just become aware of the presence of the flower. That is something different. That is more wonderful than even thinking of the flower. Thinking of the flower spoils our understanding or attention of that flower. Very few people pay attention to flower or to the to the present moment. Moment goes by. We just remember our life. We don't experience our life. We don't experience the present moment. We remember. Bachpan ke din bhi kya din the. You just remember. But that bachpan ke din, you are not aware of that. So we just remember our life or we imagine our life. Actually, living happens only if our whole attention is in the present moment. But we are so busy worrying about the future or remembering the past that life just goes by. So paying attention, even you can try it out at home. You just take any object and pay full attention. Don't think about it. Just become aware of its presence. It's the most fascinating just become aware of his presence without naming it, without comparing it, without condemning it, without judging it. You just become aware of its presence and you will find that it is most fascinating. The flower is as much present as you are present. There is as much of God in flower as in you. The presence is same. So that is what, not thinking about the self, but we should become aware of the very presence of our own self. That is meditation. So Bhagavan says, one who meditates in this way constantly, yunjan evam sada atmanam yogi, such a yogi, dhyana yogi, niyatamanasaha with his mind, with his mind not distracting him. See, to pay attention, our mind is also not required then. Mind can be still. As the mind becomes still, our attention becomes more deep. See, when you pay attention flower, when your mind is absolutely still, you can see that flower completely. But even one thought coming in your mind will distract you from seeing the flower completely. Complete attention on the flower is possible when the mind is absolutely still then you can be aware of the flower completely. Similarly, here we have to be aware of our self, so mind should be absolutely still. Then you can be aware of your own self, 100%, completely. So like that Bhagavan says, Niyatamanasaha, keeping your mind under control, silencing your mind, meditate, pay attention to your own self, continuously, sada, one who does this, what will happen? You will be transported into the Turiya Avastha. How, why, what, we don't know. We just go into, you will go into that Turiya Avastha. And what is that Turiya Avastha? Bhagavan says you will experience Shantim Nirvana Paramam Mat Sanstham Adhikachyati. You will go or you will reach that state of what? Mat Sanstham of my nature which is in in me. What is that? Nirvana Paramam. It is of the nature of Nirvana, of Moksha, of freedom from all bondage. That supreme state of realization. 
which is shantim, which is extremely peaceful. The only thing which can be talked about it is that it is supremely peaceful because there is no distraction of the mind. Supremely peaceful. Nirvana Parama Matsansthaam, which is my own abode in me only, which resides in me. Me means that Param Atma, that Supreme Self, which is the Self of the whole world, which is the very substratum of the whole world. That state you will attain when you practice, go through this process of meditation. So Shantim Nirvana Paramam Matsansthaam Adhigachyati, this is the Fala. The result or the state of Turiya which one will reach when one practices this meditation. Becoming aware of that awareness itself. Becoming, paying attention to that attention itself. Being conscious of consciousness itself. No other object is required. Eyes are not required for meditation. Uh, the mind is not required. Thinking is not required. They might be helpful in the initial stages, but all of them should become quiet later on. Because meditation is not seeing something. It's not a perception. Meditation is not an action. Meditation is not a repetition of some mantra and all. Meditation is not an imagination. Meditation is a fourth state. State wherein one there is no duality. There is no division of meditator and the object of meditation. No duality remains. All duality disappears. Only that one supreme truth alone is there. And that is your own self. You yourself are there. This state is also called the Kaivalyavastha. Kaivalyavastha means a state of absolute solitude. Not loneliness. Absolute Solitude. So, Shantim Nirvana Parama Mat Sanstham Adigachati. Bhagavan says, therefore, hey Arjuna, you have to practice this regularly. Now, one may say that uh, one is practicing this, but still, one is finding it very difficult. Lot of uh, obstacles are there. So, Bhagavan, in the following two verses, gives some more guidance which will help a meditator to meditate. These are some precautions which we have to take in order to become a good meditator. So what are the precautions? He says your way of life should become more harmonious and balanced. So he says in the next verse Natyasnatastu Yogosti Na-chai-kāntam-anashnatah Bhagavan says, hey Arjuna, that one who doesn't lead a balanced life, that person will find it difficult to practice this meditation. 
He says, na ati ashnataha, one who eats a lot. One who eats a lot. He not only eats breakfast, lunch, dinner, but also in between. And also has some special snacks at night. So eats a lot. Ito eat, ito eat. And if when he is not eating, he is eating chivingam. The mouth is kept constantly active. Such a person, Bhagavan says, you please, Baba, meditation mat karo, aur kahi jau. Na ati ashnataha, bahut khata hai. Ya, one who doesn't eat at all, na cha ekantam anashnataha, one who eats very less. See, when we eat too much, also the whole attention of the body mechanism goes to, to digest that food. Even one spoon of food we take, it is a work for all the different parts of our body. The heart, the liver, the lung, the kidneys, this, that, everyone is active. Ek chammaj digest karne ke liye, sab log ekdam apna kaam karte rete hai. We take it like anything. Sometimes we don't even, aray, aapne, mayne kha liya ke, gulab jamun, pata nahi, yaha chaar the, teen hi baki hai. You don't even remember when it goes inside. But the body has to work to digest it. So, too much eating, the brain and the everything is busy in that. And if the attention goes there. Because of any activity, some portion of attention has to go there. And if some portion of attention goes there, we cannot meditate. So, too much eating, that person will not be able to meditate. Or no eating at all will not give that energy. It will not give the enough energy, power for the mind, for the body. So, na cha ekantam anashnataha. Some people keep on fasting or not eating and remaining hungry and all. So, na ati ashnataha tu yogaha asti. Na cha ekantam anashnataha. So, one who doesn't eat also there is no yoga. One who eats too much also no yoga. And na ati svapnashilasya. One who sleeps a lot. For such a person also, meditation is not possible. Constantly sleeping. Not only sleep at the rightful time and all, but even during the waking hours that fellow is almost asleep. Half asleep all the time. Sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Sleeping not only with the eyes closed, but some people sleep with their eyes open also. Eyes are open, everything. But the whole faculties have gone to sleep. Faculties have gone to sleep. The senses are not alert. Nothing, nothing is known. Senses have become dull. Mind has become dull. Eyes are open. Television is on, but that fellow has gone somewhere else. So that is also sleep only. So for such person, meditation is not possible. Na ati sopna or jagrataha, all the time awake only. Daytime is awake, nighttime is awake, all the time awake, most of the time awake. No sleep. Such a person also cannot meditate. Because uh, for meditation, the body should be healthy, the mind should be healthy, and they should be properly available. So if the attention goes to take care of the body, attention goes to take care of the mind, not possible to meditate. So what should be our way of life? 
सेवेंटीन पर्स भगवान ब्रीफली टेल्स अस अवर वे ऑफ लाइफ युक्ता हार विहार युक्तचेष्ट कर्मसु युक्तस्वनावबोधस्ोगोतिख युक्ता हार विहार युक्तचेष्ट कर्मसु हाँ भगवान यूज इज द वर्ड युक्त युक्त मीन्स वेल बैलेंस्ड वेल बैलेंस्ड वेल बैलेंस्ड ऑल अवर एक्टिविटीज इन द वर्ल्ड सो दैट वेन वी सिट फॉर मेडिटेशन देर इज नो डिस्ट्रेक्शन एट ऑल युक्त आहार आहार मीन्स ऑल ईटिंग शुड बी बैलेंस्ड जितना चाहिए उतना नॉट वेरी लेस नॉट टू मच ऑल्सो प्रॉपर फूड right uh, nourishing food not only calculating all the calories and all all the time but properly nourishing food yukta ahar taken also in a proper way not with ghabra ghabra kar log kabhi kabhi khana khate those who do dieting and all pata nahi ye mere ko laddu mein kha raha hu ab pata nahi kya hoga mera so with so much of fear they eat then that laddu also enters the body with so much fear everyone is looking liver is looking at it aapko stomach is looking this looking so usko bhi ghabrahat ho jati pehle to main acha ja raha tha pet mein aajkal pata nahi kya ho raha hai sab log mujhe dekh rahe hain so that type of thing fear psychosis and all those things need not be there yuktaha balanced eating balanced vihar some recreation also meditation and spirituality doesn't mean one should become like a, a very morose or serious or something like that it is vihar vihar means little recreation for the body for the mind because it's part of the nourishment for the body mind little recreation is required for the body and the mind also so balanced recreation vihar then yukta cheshtasya then cheshta activity activity also of the just uh, activity of the body and all also should be well balanced and karma whatever work we have to do should also be well balanced not too much of work and not too little work also not too much of activity activity not totally dull life also should be well balanced and yukta स्वप्नावबोधस्य वेल बैलेंस स्लीपिंग एंड वेल बैलेंस वेकिंग अप ऑल्सो मीन्स द स्लीपिंग टाइम वेकिंग अप टाइम द पीरियड ऑफ योर स्लीपिंग एंड ऑल एवरीथिंग शुड बी वेल बैलेंस नॉट टू मच नॉट टू लेस भगवान एक्जैक्टली डजन गिव नंबर एंड ऑल बिकॉज ईच पर्सन हैज गॉट देअर ओन ओन लेवल ऑफ वेर वन कैन रीच दैट स्टेट ऑफ बैलेंस for someone more sleep might be required for someone less sleep might be required for the body so depending on our own nature we need not go into those things like we have to get, get wake up at 4 o'clock and all sometimes you might not maybe later maybe earlier 
so don't go into some uh, funny idea about uh, spirituality also that one wakes up early morning and whole day that fellow is sleeping only morning he wakes up to meditate that time he sleeps and since he has woken up so early whole day is asleep only and when you are sleepy half sleepy this you start imagining things so you start thinking that god is coming and talking to you or all those things so those those are the things which might spread wrong impression in the society somebody asked our gurudev when should we meditate what time we should meditate gurudev said when you are awake you meditate fully properly awake that time you meditate don't try to wake up at odd hours and meditate and disturb other people also some people chant om and something like so loudly aas paas ghar wale jaag jate they they are they reach the state of awakening <laughs> they become buddhas means awakened <laughs> so yukta yukta svapnavabodasya yogi yogo bhavati dukkha for a person who leads such a balanced life yoga meditation becomes a state of becoming free of all sorrow becomes the destroyer of all sorrow dukkha the dukkha the sorrows get cut or destroyed by this uh, meditation so these are the precautions which one has to take in order to become a good meditator now the question another question which may come to our mind is how do we know that we have reached this state of meditation this turiya avastha what are the signs that bhagwan will now explain in the following verses we will see tomorrow oh